0: the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to Spring and welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. We are recording from the beautiful outside.
1: <laughs> the beautiful outside. Yes, That's we so
0: are, funny. as some people would say, out of doors. We uh, are. We decided it was a gorgeous day. And uh, when we were in the studio, there was a mishap, and so uh, we spilled some water all over the, uh, the recording area. So we had to get away and take all the electronics away, so we decided, you know what, we'll go outside. So you might hear some dogs barking in the neighborhood and cars driving by, and hopefully a paper delivery person doesn't come and smack us with a paper. But if one of us seems to be smacked, you'll know that's what it was. It was not us hitting each other for sure. Right. Oh, I just got Christina I paused and Christina was I, know, I was it. like,
1: I've got a whole mouthful of shake right now.
0: Yeah. It was interesting. She went to the, to the drive-thru and they didn't have something and they offered to shake her. Right. Did you want to shake? And I was like, uh, I would have just started, you know, flopping all over the car or said, will it hurt? I know you would have. <laughs> yeah. You got to go with the shaking, you know, joke.
1: Do they even know who we are at this point? Have we introduced ourselves?
0: We have not.
1: I don't think so. Who are you?
0: I am the Bowtie Guy.
1: And I am the Biker Chick. And
0: this is show number 50, <gasps> the Big five zero.
1: We've got two more shows? Two more shows, and then count. it's an
0: anniversary show. Woo! Yes. And we did have listener Dan up in Portland um, said, you know what? He, he, he sent me a message, said, please don't do a best of show for the anniversary show. He just wants a special show that we, we reflect back on or whatever, and talk about things. But right. he doesn't want just like remixes of the tracks uh, that we've done. So I said, you know, we could probably
1: we could probably manage to not do that. I can understand that. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear what he's already heard.
0: Exactly. He just wants us to tell us what he's already heard. That's right. Yeah. Reminisce. Look, totally. look back. Yeah. So anyhow. Uh. Show 50, and our word of the week this week is sluggard.
1: How I feel right now, a little little sluggard.
0: Yeah, so a sluggard is uh, someone who's lazy or, strangely enough, sluggish. Mm. Uh, So it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like, uh, unless you think it sounds like something different. It kind of sounds like it could be like a frozen dessert, like, oh, I went and got some frozen sluggard the other day. (laughs) Boy, was it good. (laughs)
1: Do they have that flavor at, you know, Baskin-Robbins? I'm not
0: sure, but they should. And, I mean, maybe we shouldn't do the show before lunch because uh, I do feel like eating something now. I I saw your lovely shake, and I I thought, man, I'd like some Sluggard right now.
1: And I've not been endorsed by Arby's, but this is a really good shake. Uh, We have the shakes. Jamocha. Yeah. Jamocha.
0: Very nice. Well, uh, anyhow, this is show 50. We've got some things to talk about on the show, and... uh, we should probably just jump right in, yeah. I guess. Yeah, head first. Uh, I was talking to a person this week, and we were talking about hopes and dreams and whatnot in uh, uh celebrate recovery step study I was doing. And a person brought up the idea of coping with something. And, and we were talking about the difference between hope and cope. And it made me think about, I have short-term cope, but I have long-term hope. And sometimes I'm... I'm trying to make it through this moment so I can get to what's probably going to be better down the line and I'm not a big believer in the fake it till you make it philosophy. Really? Yeah.
1: I so am. You are? Oh yeah.
0: I I don't like faking it because what happens to me is once I fake it, then I'm continually faking. That's the habit I form is that faking habit.
1: I think it's what, what are you going into it with? Like, if you're trying to better yourself or your thought process, then yes, fake it till you make it. Because eventually you will make it. If you're trying to think more positively, the only way to make a different neural pathway is to think positively.
0: Wow. (laughs) Neural pathway.
1: Yeah. So the only way to change your thinking, your stinking thinking into good thinking, is to actually start to think more positively. And sometimes when you're not feeling positive, you just fake it until you make it.
0: And and I can agree with that to a certain extent. I guess I can back up my statement just a little bit and (gasps) say...
1: Did that just happen? Did is, is Paul backing up a little bit? A little bit. i write it
0: down. I'm going to say that I look at it the same way I look at evolution. I believe that evolution is a thing that happens in small doses. Mm-hmm. However, I don't believe that I used to be a little wiggly euglena in a pond somewhere that eventually turned into human life. I don't believe in grand scale. And so I don't believe in grand scale. Fake it till you make it. But... I believe in, hey, we're about to go in for Christmas dinner, and you tell that little child in the back seat, straighten up, we're going in to see the family, and you're going to like it, whether you like it or not.
1: I can agree with that. So you don't think you were a Neanderthal?
0: I think I might still be a Neanderthal. I was going to say, have
1: you seen your beard?
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. You're not sluggish at all. (laughs) You're salty.
1: <laughs> salty, salty. Yeah.
0: Wow. We should bring you outside more often.
1: I love the sunshine.
0: It is beautiful.
1: I do. It, it's like a whole different atmosphere out here.
0: So, what do you think about the idea, though, of of coping now and and aiming for hope later? Does that many resonate? times,
1: many times, I hope that I can cope with my day to day life. So, but yeah, no, it makes sense to me because I think hope is a long term thing. I mean, you can have. Hope in the now, but typically it's for the long term. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense.
0: And if I'm, for me, if I'm coping, coping brings with it uh, a bit of a feeling of like a resignation. And it's just like, all right, this is the way it is, and I'm just going to get through it. I'm not, I don't thrive when I cope. Right. I don't think. I, I believe that those two are are separate ideas. And when mm-hmm. I'm coping, it's like right on the very hairy edge of didn't make it. Right. It's just barely in. Whereas uh, hope, my I, I don't hope to barely make it anywhere. You know, I hope to be like
1: uh, sometimes first I percentile.
0: Do. You know, or 99th percentile. I don't ever. I never know which way the percentiles go. But I want to be in the best. You know, the A plus. You know. Right. I don't want to be that. Okay. Well. They give you the benefit of the doubt, and I, I don't feel like having you in summer school, so I'm going to pass you on, Charlie. Uh, I don't want to be that way, and that's what cope, to me, feels like. There's just that getting by, Right. you know, and that's that's sad to me. That that depresses me. The birds. Do
1: you all hear the birds? Yeah, they're chirping away. It's just fantastic. No, I agree. Uh, coping is definitely, you know, just getting by, just kind of being there in the moment hoping that you'll make it through. And I don't, I don't often feel like there's a whole lot of hope in cope, no. you know, cause when you're coping, you're not, you're, I'm typically not hopeful when no. I'm coping with something and yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I make it through it. That's about it. Like, God, just get me through this moment, right.
0: please. I think of myself in bed when I have a cold. So I'm normally pretty bubbly, mm-hmm. effervescent, energetic, goofy guy. If I get a cold, once I finally succumb and and agree, all right, I'm sick, there is no middle ground. I am now a miserable, whiny jerk. I go in the bed, I tip the bed up because we got the cool old movie bed thing. I watch TV, I close the door, I have my phone. I will text you if I need anything from you, but don't check on me, leave me alone. I just wanna be left and I am now coping with my illness. Until that point, I'm hopeful that it'll be gone and I'm like still working. But as soon as I go to the cope mode, it is like shut down and like right now, I'm coping with noisy Charlie up in the top of this tree.
1: I love it. I love Char- Charlie. Charlie, you're the best. I think I see him. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a noisy one. He is. Yeah. So, um, what kind of things? What's your dividing line on coping and hoping? Is there something where it's like, all right, if this comes in, I know this is going to be a cope. If like for me, sickness is I hope until a certain point, and then once I I just see that I can't survive, I just go right into that cope mindset.
1: I don't know. And, and nothing comes to
0: nothing's like guaranteed. It's right. just play it as it comes. It
1: honestly just depends on where I'm at, too, mentally and emotionally. Like, I could face one thing when I'm feeling energetic and fine and like life is in a good place and relationships around me are going wonderfully, life is going good. Then I can face everything with hope because, you know, I'm focused on Jesus, life is good. If those things are breaking down, Then I'm going to be coping with some of the things that I was doing just fine with yesterday. Right. So it just depends. And I
0: I, I do have like, I think about chronic illness. Uh, I have. I got that. Yeah. And I have, my knees are just, I don't have any hope that my knees will get better. Right. I think that will only continue to degrade as I live. And. So it's it's difficult for me, but and and people will hear it and they're like ah yeah and I just that's something I cope with. It's right. just and, and I guess I guess I don't get completely morbid and modeling about it. It's just like all right, this is the way it is and it is what it is. So I just move on with it. Right. Uh, but I do hope that I can get up out of the chair, right. <laughs> you know, without pain. Um, so I, I think for me, that's where it, it, my mind tends to go most of the time with this. Is just with those chronic things that.
1: And to me, I'm hearing tangible things.
0: Yes. Yes. Not
1: emotional things. So, is it easier to hope with emotional things and cope with tangible things, or
0: that's a, that's an interesting idea? Uh, I think maybe it is. Um, I'm trying to think of emotional things. <sighs> The emotional things will tend to get me down more. I think mm-hmm. it will tend to um, make me crash and burn on those emotional things. I'm thinking about my my before we started this podcast last year, I had a crash and burn right. uh, phase, and that was purely emotional. That was and and it was when I could not cope with it anymore. Yeah, and, and I I I lost the hope. Um, So
1: How do you think that hope goes? Because for me it's always a slow process. When you say how it
0: goes, that means it goes away, it disappears,
1: yeah. Because for me it seems like it's always a slow process. It's not like I wake up one morning. Not that I don't have those mornings where I'm like, Screw it, this sucks. Life is horrible. But um Typically, as my hope declines, it's little bits at a time. I and think, then,
0: yeah, for the most part, mine erodes. Yeah. Uh, and it just gets, it chips You're away. You're
1: such a wordsmith. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it goes away. You're like, <laughs> it erodes.
0: Well, it, 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 it gets chipped away a little bit at a time. And sometimes... Um, I used to do concrete work and sometimes you're working with a jackhammer and you're trying to break off a piece of concrete and just little pieces go off, but Mm -hmm. then you get the big one. And that happens to me. Sometimes there's a person just chipping away at my life and it's just breaking off little shards. But then sometimes all those little tiny cracks come together at once. And now it's just a huge fissure that happens and, and I've got this chunk of life that is gone. And yeah, and then it's a wake up in the morning, just like I quit. Yeah. I can't do this, but I have, I have a song in my head. Now I have this hope,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: I have hope that I will be able to move through it. And I'm usually not always, but typically more often than not, I'm an optimistic person and right. I'm trying to find the good in something or make the best of the situation so uh that i think that's what gets me through and that's what allows those little tiny fissures to heal right before they get big hopefully Uh, but sometimes it just it happens too fast or comes at me from too many directions or Mm -hmm. catches me by surprise if i'm not actively working my steps those things will catch me by surprise and if i'm not ready for them it's like a sucker punch, you know, being ready for it and tightening up. person hits you in the gut, and it's not as bad as if you're just walking along in, you know, the store, and somebody comes up and gives you one right in the old jelly belly.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait to try that.
0: <laughs> Watch out in your local supermarket. <laughs> right. If you see Biker Chick, at least clench. Flex. Yeah, flex. There it is.
1: No, it's funny that you bring up not working your steps because it's been a while since I've done my steps and God's really pushing on me right now to get involved in a local step study. And um, it's just interesting where my mind is focused right now for Uh you to say that. And I'm like, oh, look, he's talking to me. I love when God's pushing on you to do something. Right. And then little things just start happening.
0: What can Brown do for you? Brown can drive by your podcast. Twice. Twice.
1: Thank you, Ups Man.
0: We are not sponsored by UPS, but oh, I wonder they do if they can things. even
1: hear it. We'll have to listen to the podcast and, the, and, the and podcast? see what it...
0: Oh, absolutely. We'll be loud? That. that was you a good so? rumble. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm oh. sure that that was. Speaking of a good rumble, um, we are... Uh, a long way into this podcast right now, and I want to take just a little bit of a break, and then we'll come back and talk about that step study thing because I've got some some thoughts and, and uh, observations about that as well. But we have a song of the week, and this week the song of the week is "Fearless" by Jasmine Murray. So enjoy this. We'll be back to talk about it in just a moment. So, that song uh, is just one that makes me kind of shake the wheel when I drive. Yeah. And I've noticed, this has nothing to do with the song, but I've noticed there's a big dog now, ain't the little dog. When I come back from the song every time, the first word that comes out of my mouth, so. So. I always say so. that. And I think to myself, don't say so. Oh, check it out. Battling delivery guys. Now What's FedEx is driving past. Yeah, I yeah. Was going right oh next door. right next door. That's outstanding. So um The thing I love about this song is the I said so again Yeah, I don't know Christina is losing her cheese right next to me there The animals are going crazy <laughs> Cars are driving by Welcome to the outside Messed it up podcast
1: Where's, Where Paul is stressing out
0: Yeah, there goes Jimmy in a Jeep Alright So anyhow, Jasmine Murray she, uh, she has this song and the thing I like About it is uh, Sometimes I can fall victim To being afraid and so that's where this song really resonated with me is in the bridge where it says, I wasn't given the spirit of fear. I was given the power of love. And God didn't make me to be afraid. God, I'm, I'm made in God's image, you know, and, and God loves me like crazy and wants the best for me. Right. So he didn't make it so I would just cower and, and be afraid of the things in the world and not be able to take things on. He gave me him. He gave me Christ. He gave me the Holy spirit to, to give me the strength to get through. And that's this song just really reminds me of that. And that's the thing I like about it.
1: And isn't, do not be afraid in the Bible, like an umpteen amount of times. It might be, um, like 365 one for every day. Is that that Is there, line?
0: I, I was not aware of that, but I want that to be true so much.
1: I'll have to Google it now. Yeah, I swear I've heard that.
0: That would be pretty amazing if that was the truth. We're going to go ahead and say that it's true for right now until Christina corrects it and says it's different. But, you know, we'll be purveyors of garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah, it says the Bible tells us 365 times to not be afraid. Wow. One for every day.
0: Wow. Does that have a list of
1: them? Um, Let me see.
0: This is interesting does, while we're both watching her on the thing. At least there's birds making noise, right?
1: It does. This one does not say that, but I'm sure that you could find a list. I am going of... to
0: find a list and I'm going to start putting that, uh, on our, uh, our Twitter. We'll just tweet those out. So follow us on Twitter and you will get a daily reminder of not being afraid. On leap years, you're going to have one day where you're going to have to just suck it up, buttercup. Uh, thank goodness leap rest, year isn't for a while. Right. Uh, so, so we'll be okay with that. That's outstanding. You didn't know that. I did not know that. The well, things you learn by listening to the Mess It Up podcast.
1: I knew something Paul didn't know. That doesn't happen.
0: Yes, it does. No, you it are doesn't. super smart. Yes. So uh, we were talking before the break about uh, working our steps mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, being deep involved, and sometimes maybe stepping back a little bit. And you were indicating that you may have stepped back a little bit. I have. Say more about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to say? I, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, well, I can't say it's been a while. I ended one in October. Uh huh. And so I guess it hasn't been that.
0: Well, October, November, December, January, February.
1: But it like, feels like forever. Only half a year. But it feels like forever. Yeah. So I guess that's a good perspective for me, though. It hasn't been that long, but it's interesting, I guess, maybe because I'm so used to having the steps be a part of my life that when they're missing.
0: Now, do you only work them when you're doing a step study or do you daily work like take a daily inventory and give back and do that stuff?
1: I mean, naturally I do. Uh-huh. But do I make a conscious effort to go, oh, what did I step 12 today? What did I step four today? Yeah. No, I don't.
0: Okay. Do you? I do. I have my You're 10 a at 10. You're show off. No, no. But I have a, my 10 at 10 reminder Over at 10 o'clock sugar? every night. It reminds me to do my 10th step daily inventory and look back because I would get lazy about it and I wouldn't reflect back on my day. Are you
1: calling me lazy?
0: No, I'm calling you a sluggard. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, but I find in my own life, if I don't, if I'm not purposeful about it, I yes. do. I get unpurposeful. And then it just kind of happens when it happens. I know. Word man. Unpurposeful. That's is that
1: right. a word? It is now. I don't think that's. So. It's on the internet. But I definitely think that it's not been on, recovery has not been on the top of my priority list. I think... Um, I finished the step study, and then I went to the shrink and got my bipolar diagnosis. And I've kind of been working my way through that, figuring out what that means and what that doesn't mean. And I feel like I'm finally coming out on the other side of that Mm -hmm. to where I have a better grasp on what that means for me and a better regulation on my medicine and all of that stuff. Um, So I feel like I'm finally starting to pull out of the funk I was in. And it's funny that as I'm pulling out, God makes my steps a priority. Yeah. Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah. To me, it, it I can tell, and my wife will remind me when she sees me just a little bit off. She's like, "Are you working your steps?" And she doesn't ask me to prove it. She just reminds me, "Hey, are you doing this? Are you are you keeping track of that uh, today?" And so that's that's an important thing for me. And my just sanity is to be mindfully, purposefully, working those steps uh, right. on a daily basis because I, I get I get forgetful and I get lazy and I get complacent. I guess is is probably the best uh, description of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It's interesting when I said say more about that. I was at the prison yesterday and I told I started a new class. And I told the guys in my class, I said, sometimes I will say to you, say more about that. And it's not me trying to be rude or snotty. It's just I want to know more. And so I was trying to say something yesterday and I, I made a comment. And then I was going to move on to something else. And somebody in the back of the room, say more about that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you get it. OK, so I said more about it. Uh, I love say more about it. It's, it's always a good one for me because it's just a way to dig in just a little bit deeper. So um, how do you know when you're not working your steps, what, what brings it back into your focus? Is it innate? Is it is it a, a Holy Spirit thing? Is it other people in your life?
1: I think it's just my life and what that looks like because recovery has been part of my life for six and a half years now. It's not that everything's super ingrained in me. I'm not a routine person. I'm not a, okay, on Mondays we do this at 10 o'clock at night, I do this, like, I don't have that in my life. I'm not built that way. But I think recovery is such a part of my life and the people around me are an example of recovery. I've surrounded myself by people who do recovery. And so it's it's just kind of seeing that constant reminder of how recovery works in other people and the fact that it's necessary that it continues to point me back when I'm not in the middle of it.
0: Right, and and for me, I never get out of my recovery it, it it erodes it it's it's gradual so I often need someone to point it out to me before I realize and or or it might just be when I'm in a step study and talking about something like and that's what happened when I started doing my 10 at 10 was that I was in a step study and we were looking at the 10th step and I was like oh my gosh I I don't do this anymore. I've forgotten to do this because I just kind of got an autopilot and, and didn't think about it. So I was just doing my thing. We've never had a person ride by in the middle of a podcast <laughs> before. A kid just rode by on a bike, you know, spring breaks. So that was cool. But, uh, and, and that's why I appreciate, and, and I surround myself with recovery people so that they can point that out. And I'm not threatened By them challenging me. I'm not threatened when my forever family and my accountability partners do what they're supposed to do, which is to hold me accountable and not, you know, just pat me on the head and say, it'll be okay. Move on with your stupid little life. They hold me accountable and say, hey, I don't see you doing this. What's the story? Explain it.
1: Well, that's interesting. I just got called out because somebody told me you're my accountability partner. You're my sponsor. You're supposed to be telling me these things, and my response was, "Well, you wouldn't have heard it anyway." Oh, Do you boy. ever have that happen to where your sponsor doesn't say things because, um, because I feel like I I definitely have a sponsor who doesn't always speak because I'm a very I'm a very tough presence. I think maybe I can be it's intimidating. You're a biker chick. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but I also have sponsors or sponsees like that to where I can't always speak into their life because right. of where they're at in their lives. And that was perspective changing for me because I had never had it like in front of my face like that before. And then I realized, hey, wait, my sponsor does the same thing to me.
0: <laughs> I I tell people when, when a person comes to me and wants to me to be their sponsor, one of the things I try to tell them is, look, I am codependent. So at some point, it's going to be hard for me to, you know, I I have to let you be in charge of your recovery Absolutely. because otherwise it'll be unhealthy for me and I'll try to take charge of it and, and manage your recovery. And if I'm Absolutely. doing that, I'm going to be a failure. I mm-hmm. won't be able to do it. And, and so it's just not healthy for anybody. So I'm not the kind of person who's just going to call a person out and say, "Hey, you know what? I've been noticing you suck." Yeah. Uh, I will give. Some, <laughs> I wouldn't use those words. Yeah, I, uh, I will give like some general guidance and some some gentle easing in that direction. Right. And for some of the people that I'm with that I'm you know really close with, yeah, those people I will I will do that too. But there's also a point where you kind of start to look at people and. Maybe think, all right, well, I've been down this road before and I kind of know what happens at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah, I can totally see myself saying to someone, well, you wouldn't have listened if I would have said it. So, you know, I just, how about if you suck it up buttercup and I feel know.
1: that's me. I feel like, I feel like I don't listen a lot. What? Exactly. Nice try. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm very stubborn and when I'm set in my ways, I'm set in my ways. Right. And,
0: and I, that's not just a Christina thing.
1: No, no, it's not, yeah. but it, it's very applicable to Miss Christina over here yeah. because I'm, I am I, do, I get my blinders on. I get in my, my own little zone and to where it's like, it doesn't matter what you say to me. I know what's good for me and that's that. Right. Um, so it was just very self-reflective to, to say that and to hear that. I was like, oh man, I feel like my sponsor's talking to me right now. Ah. It was one of those moments. And then. I was like, wow! I haven't met with my sponsor. I haven't done much recovery lately. No wonder I'm in a
0: funk. Wow! Right. I'm adrift.
1: I'm adrift. Yeah. Help me!
0: Yeah, well, I think it's it's a good. That's what I love about recovery community and and why I tell people that I keep on coming back is because I need that community. I need that interaction and those people who can see and and speak into my life that way and not just have it be like, all right, I did this Bible study, I'm never gonna pick this book up again. Uh, So it helps me that way. Right. Well, we don't have a wall. Well, I guess there are walls, but there's no clock on the wall, but there is a clock on the computer in front of me. And I see that we have uh, hit the point where we probably should start wrapping this thing up. So I wanna remind the people about a few things, just kind of a bookkeeping kind of thing. Uh, you can reach us on email uh, we have uh, intern Dave who checks the email at info at so if you've got a general comment a show idea a word of the week a song that you want to suggest that's where we would love to have you send those if you've got something that you want to tell me uh, I am bowtie guy at messed podcast.com.
1: I am biker chick at messed dot
0: And then we try to keep track of things on the uh, internet because it's just fun. And uh, we'll post things from time to time on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And uh, you can follow us there if you look for Mess It Up podcast on those different entities. That's where you will find us. Neighbors sprinklers are going on. (laughs) We both just looked real (laughs) careful to make sure we weren't going to get watered on.
1: And I had promised a friend of mine I would say something on our podcast, but she has a huge heart for husky puppies. Oh. And there are many out there that need love and adoption. So choke your local rescues. If you have the heart for them for adopting a dog, you do the same.
0: And I'm going to say, you just said choke your local rescue. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that what she really wants you to do is I to said, check it. Check it. It I sounded like choke it. it. We're going to roll it back after this and we'll see. I apologize if I'm wrong. Check. Yeah. Check. So yeah. And Huskies have those beautiful blue eyes.
1: They do. So amazing. They're good dogs. Um.
0: So look for us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We're also on Reddit now. We have uh, Messed Up uh, Ministries on Reddit. We put some stuff on there, so we love to interact with you that way. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. on the TuneIn app. And on Spotify, if you go to those places and please leave us a rating, that really helps new listeners to find us. Also, if you will uh, write a review, that really helps out and and makes it so that the here comes someone. There's a car. Uh, It makes it so that people can know what it's about. And it it just helps more people be able to get the uh, cop podcast on a weekly basis. The final thing you can do if you like this podcast and want to support us is you can give some financial support on the Patreon uh, page that we have. If you go to Patreon slash uh, Mess It Up, we are there and you can uh, sponsor the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can help us financially and that really adds up in a hurry because there's hundreds of you out there listening. If everybody out there gave one dollar, that would be hundreds of dollars to come in to allow us to have helicopters fly by it allows us to continue to do the podcast Uh, so sponsorships start at a dollar a month and move on up you can get uh window stickers you can get uh mess it up shop towels you can get mess it up t-shirts there's all sorts of things there so check us out spread the word let people know and listen this is show number 50 two more shows and then we're on our anniversary show in our second year super duper exciting i'm really really happy to have all you guys here with us and gals so uh thanks once again for listening
1: yeah thanks